Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie, aka Boop, and in my podcast, I so I used to be all personal development, but from here on out, since I'm training to be a life coach now, I want this podcast to be all about trauma stories geared towards helping others feel less alone. So basically how this is going to work, I'm going to read your story and create a poem based on how I feel after reading it. And then I will design and print it out onto a cardstock and send it to you for sharing your story. Feel free to send in your stories at boopenhoff at gmail.com, spelt like it is on the podcast. So I will typically pray and meditate over your story and then share a couple holistic ways for you and other people that may be facing the same kind of trauma so you can heal and um, just more of a natural approach. So I do have a story for you today and I will go ahead and get straight into the story. When I was 18, I started dating a guy and everything was going great, but shortly it took a bad turn. Six months into dating, I found out I was pregnant with twins and was so excited, but the man I was dating started to turn into a completely different person. He was getting drunk almost every night and he would come home and yell at me and call me terrible names. He couldn't hold down a job and I was starting to wonder how we would provide for our unborn children. One day I told him I needed to get a job or he needed to get a job and stop drinking so much or I would leave. He promised me he would get a job and stop drinking because he loved me and our unborn children and didn't want me to leave. Everything was back on track again and he was working and no longer coming home drunk and things were good again. We ended up getting married and things continued to be good and then when I was seven months pregnant he kicked me because he was out of cigarettes and I didn't buy him more when I had just went to town. I blamed myself and just went on about my day. Then about a month later, we got into an argument because he came home drunk again and I told him that this was the last straw and that I was leaving. He said, you are not leaving until I say you are and proceeded to push me out the back door. I fell on my stomach. I told him I needed to go to the hospital and have the babies checked and he wouldn't let me leave. About an hour later, I started having labor pains and I had no choice, so he had no choice but to let me go. I drove myself to the hospital. When I arrived, I was six centimeters dilated and about to give birth to my twin girls. I delivered my first baby and she was stillborn. My second baby was perfectly healthy. I was happy and sad at the same time. My husband showed up the day we were released and told me he would change. And once again, I believed him because I didn't think I could care for our daughter on my own and wanted her to have both parents. Again, things were good and we were busy with caring for our daughter and he was working to provide for us. Then on our daughter's first birthday, I was so sick and he wanted us to load up in the car and go watch wrestling at his brother's. As soon as I walked outside, I started vomiting, and while I was just sitting on the ground waiting to make sure I was done getting sick, he got in the car and left our daughter and I there. The next day, I went to the doctor and found out I was once again pregnant. When I told him, he was really excited and hoping he would get a son. He was pretty absent the whole pregnancy, though. He was either working or hanging out with his friends, so I was left in the trailer, and sometimes we had no water or plumbing with our daughter. I had no phone or vehicle, and his parents lived in the house next door. I couldn't even go outside without them coming over to make sure I wasn't leaving. One time, a family member of mine came over to see us, and they told her to leave the property or they would shoot her and hide her body. His mother stayed at home. His mother... What does that say? Wait a second, one second. One time, a family member of mine... His mother took me to all of my prenatal visits... 
so I couldn't tell my doctor anything that was happening. When it came time to deliver, he stayed at home and his mother came with me. Everything went well and we had a boy. The day we were released, his mother brought us home and once again my husband was drunk. He said he was celebrating the birth of his son. I was trying to breastfeed our newborn and care for our daughter with no help. I ended up taking care of both of my kids myself with no help. Eventually, he told me I needed to get a job and start helping with diapers and stuff. But I had to get a job where he worked and his mom would care for the kids if I paid her. I ended up getting the job and he followed me very closely and watched my every move. If I started to talk to someone, especially a man, he would wait until we got home and hit me. I eventually ended up being the driver that got us to work so I started keeping the keys on me when we got home on my 21st birthday he threw me a party but he got really drunk then too I didn't drink because I had to care for our children he ended up passing out on the living room floor I took the babies and our clothes that was on our back and I went to my father's house and left him for good so that is one heck of a story um so I did write you a poem based on how I felt after I read your story and it goes like this. It is, called, it is called Thoughts. Sometimes as I wear this crown, thoughts of us will bring me down. The thoughts I want to fade away are memories of our yesterday. The thoughts I try and hide for good are things I said I never would. All of the times I felt alone, wishing my heart was made of stone. You tried to break me but set me free, and now I'm who I want to be. I carry no more thoughts of you because I'm beautiful through and through. So that is the poem that I wrote for you, and I really hope you enjoy it. I will um, put that in Canva, um, get it like really nice and pretty, and then I will send that to you. Also, I've come up after praying and meditating on your story, and with compassion, I definitely want to say that I'm truly sorry for all the things that happened to you. Um, we all face such hardships and trials, and it just seems like... Oh, it's just exhausting sometimes, I know. Um, but I did come up with a couple things that I think you could do to kind of just rejuvenate your mind and you know, maybe heal yourself if you've not already healed. Um, the first thing that I come up with is get a gratitude journal and list three things you're grateful for every day. Oprah, which I follow her a lot, Oprah says her gratitude journal is the single best thing that's changed her life. So if she says it, I believe that it's true. The second thing I have is get a list of affirmations that you can review every single day. Write them and repeat. My favorite is I am God's masterpiece. So, but I have several. I have like a list of 50 affirmations that I have written down. And I don't rewrite them every day, but I just read them. You know, and um, I don't know. I just think that, you know, you do start to see and attract what it is you're thinking about constantly. So... I think if we start to, you know, think about some of these affirmations, just repeat them. I like to attach reading my affirmations while I'm eating my breakfast. So it's just like attach it to something that you do every day. And uh, I think that that way we can actually remember to do it. So it's kind of hard just to adopt a new habit and not attach it to something you're already doing because then you forget. But Brendan Burchard, I follow him a lot too. And he says to, um, he does like these door triggers so he just says basically he's wired his brain to where like when he walks through a door of a specific kind so like if it's you know the bedroom door maybe I am a wonderful and loving husband you know I mean it's just like an affirmation that when you walk through a door or go to 
through a specific room or something, you just, you know, attach that to your affirmation. So affirmations are definitely a good thing. And I do think over time they can work. They can help you change your, the rewiring of your brain. But with that said, you guys, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. I hope you like this week's story. It made you feel less alone because that is why I'm doing it. But again, if you would like to send in your story, I am going to give a $25 free gift card for Amazon for those of you that sends in your stories because I really think that these are going to help a lot of people. But you can send that in to boopenhoff at gmail.com. But you guys have a wonderful week. Be beautiful, be yourself, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.